rising, grand rising and priming powerful beings. Shout out to you. It's the Holistic Motivator. And today I'm going to be talking about 2023, the year of obedience. 2023, the year of obedience. This episode is all going to be about obeying your intuition, obeying God, whatever way you want to put it. The other side of obedience is a manifestation when you obey what's in your heart, what's in your soul, what's in your spirit, your gifting. You will actually not only manifest the life that you want and create the life that you want, but you're going like, to manifest the type of person to create that life. So when you're obedient to your intuition, you're obedient to a certain way of living, a.k.a. your lifestyle, everything works in your favor because you're finding favor in the eyes of God. A lot of people think that, well, if I do what I want to do and I do it in a specific way and I follow basically what everybody tells me to do, I'm going to be successful. But the truth of the matter is God already got a plan for you. He already has the plan written out and it's going to be up to you to just obey that plan. So keep tapping into this Ed Talks daily as I talk about 2023, the year of obedience. Let's get it. podcast ed talks daily is about a holistic mindset that creates a holistic lifestyle hence ed talks daily holistic lifestyle and motivation when you stay motivated it's all about growth in all aspects of your life how do you solidify a healthy mindset that's going to lead to a, a holistic lifestyle that's going to lead to healthy mind healthy body healthy relationships in tune spirit and great relationships great finances all of it is on the other side of becoming whole if you want to achieve your goals become whole Subscribe to this podcast as you listen to it on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And when you do, make sure you leave a review. That's going to help blow up the podcast, share it to many people who can use these messages that I share daily. Let's get into the subject of the day. 2023, the year of obedience. A lot of people don't actually, they want the blessings, but they just want to do what they want to do. Right. And I've been that person. And a lot of times I'm, I'm that person, but God keeps reminding me, you're going to talk about obedience right now, but make sure you obey. So obedience is not just, oh my God, my intuition. Oh, what God put in my spirit. Obedience is following the spiritual principles. On the other side of obeying pr principles, on the other side of obeying spiritual laws is manifestation. Somebody want health, but they don't want to obey the principles of health. But yet they have the goal to be healthy. Somebody want great finances, but they don't want to obey the, the principles of being a good steward of your money. Yet they want great finances. So I've been that person. And many times I do the things that make me not obey. Right. I do the things that are not in, in alignment with the laws. So what I do every single day is I put it in my forefront in my mind. Be obedient. What I do is be conscious of what I'm doing that's not in alignment with the spiritual laws, with the principles, with the word, and also with what I want to accomplish in my life. So I have this big dream of reaching millions of people around the world, and there are certain principles that I have to follow and not always in my feelings. A lot of times what we do is we let our feelings get in the way of principles. We let our feelings, as in our body, our carnal nature, get in the in the 
middle of being on our spiritual manifestation. A lot of the things that we want to manifest is actually coming from our spirits. Nothing is created unless it's first placed in your spirit. Nothing is created unless you first align yourself to match what's in your spirit so you can bring it out. Somebody get an idea to create a table. God's not going to give you a table. God's going to give you wood and you got to take the wood and create something with it. So therefore, manifestation is on the other side of obedience. Obedience to principles, to spiritual laws, and to certain ways of being. Now, I'm not talking about morality. Whether this is right or this is wrong, whether this is just or this is unjust. I'm literally just talking about this is the most scientific you can actually get with it. Right? The most scientific way of creation is not necessarily following steps that you read in a book or that somebody else wrote. It's following the steps that God places. Right? So a lot of times people want to, okay, how did you do it? But the word detailed how to do it. Or they want to know, what did you do? They want strategies. Right? Strategies are going to come. But if you don't actually start with, like, why to do this, a lot of times you won't be convicted right conviction enough to actually stick through the steps so before you actually say i want to do this or do that or be this or i want to accomplish this in the world why are you doing that to begin with what what's your why behind it right so obedience is not just following spiritual principles or spiritual laws but it's knowing a, a deeper reason than just i want that thing okay so if i was to say i know the purpose of life i probably would try to I'd probably try to look good, but I, I don't know, right? However, I know that we can find a purpose in life. I know that we can find our purpose in life. I know that we have a gifting and a calling, and there are a lot of healers. There are a lot of people. There, there are a lot of people out here with gifts that the world needs. So the reason why I actually do what I do is not just because I want to please God. It's because I was created for such a time as this. Let's comment this below or keep this in your mind. I was created for such a time as this. God put me here with these giftings, with these talents, with, with these skill sets, with these set experiences because I was created for such a time as this, right? I was created with a purpose. I was created to do something on the earth. I was created to leave something better than I found it, right? It's a mindset. So before we actually get into the skill sets you need to accomplish whatever you want to do, you need to have the mindset. And you, your soul set needs to be connected to something deeper than just yourself, right? It's not just I want to be successful and become a motivational speaker that reaches millions of people around the world because I want to make money. I know I'm going to make millions of dollars, but the millions of dollars is because I'm going to impact a millions of lives. Somebody says, why would I want to impact millions of lives? Because my soul won't rest until my life matches my soul. My spirit is not is going to be and chaos unless I'm in a spiritual place to bring out what I'm brought here to deliver. So the reason why a lot of people feel like something is missing is because they're missing. And when I'm talking about they're missing, not their body, not their status, they're missing as it relates to their spirit is not in alignment with what God created for them to do. So obedience is aligning your spirit with what you are actually here to do in the world. Somebody says, well, I'm not of this world. Well, blah, 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 blah. I'm not like this moment is just fleeting. And what else is there to do underneath the sun? But what you were brought here to deliver. So deliver your, your deliverance is on the other side of what you were brought here to deliver. And you, you can't deliver it unless you obey that. So a lot of people, what they do is they maintain their lives 
but they don't actually create in the world, right? They're in a maintenance. Like sometimes I talk to, to my friends, and I'm like, bro, how you doing? And they're like, man, I'm maintaining. Yep, that's true. But are you creating, right? Because life is part maintenance, but life is also creation. Mm. Life is part maintenance, but life is also creation. And what I mean by that is we have to maintain certain things every single day. You got to get up, take, you got to take a shower, you got to brush your teeth, you got to cook some food. There's the, uh, 50 or 60% of our lives go towards maintenance. You got to pay your bills, you got to go to work. All the got-tos that you got to do, got to do, got to do are all the maintenance. But every time you wake up and you say, I get to do this, I get to be in my gift, well, no matter what that looks like, that's, also, that's the creation, right? Creation is you actually say what you want to do in this realm, Right. Not just what you want to do to maintain your life. Right. When we maintain what we're doing is we're actually just surviving. Right. Because maintenance is what's needed to survive. Animals do a lot of things to maintain um, their creation. Actually, just maintaining is sometimes it's part of the purpose. Right. Because here's why why maintaining is the purpose for animals, because their everything was put in their DNA. And actually what they do keeps the cycle of life going. Even when you may think like, man, why does the lion have to eat uh, the what does the what does the lion have to eat the gazelle? What does the lion have to eat all these other animals? Well, they're actually maintaining, right? Uh, the ants maintain, right? The ants they they gather food, they do things, right? So just like the word says, you don't want to be sleeping all day. You wanna you wanna be maintaining. But when the ants maintain, they also create. The worms do maintenance, right? You might be like, man, I hate this little slimy worm right here. What is this slimy worm doing? His, and his very DNA, his, his life is, is not just maintaining, but his creation as well. Because if we don't have worms in the soil, we can't have the nutrients we need. If we don't have the ladybugs or the, or the butterflies or the bees, right, to pollinate the flowers, then guess what's going to happen? A lot of our ecosystem is going to die off. So God created animals, not just with maintenance, but also to, to play their role in creation. But God created human beings not only to maintain, but to, into, to, to actually be very conscious and deliberate about their creation because he gave us free will, right? The animals sort of have free will, but they sort of don't. They kind of do what they were brought here to do, all right? Unless they're, they're, they're boxed up in a way they can't do it. Sometimes humans take animals and put them in cages. I'm asking you right now is did you take yourself and put yourself in a cage where not, you're just maintaining yourself in your boxed life but you're not creating in the world, right? I'm not saying this to, to like make you feel bad. I'm saying here to actually tell you on the other side of that is you feeling better, is you feeling good, is you feeling purposeful. And sometimes purpose is mass as maintenance. A mother who maintained a household is living purposefully. You just have to find the beauty in that maintenance and not make it a burden. Let me say that again. Sometimes we make a burden our maintenance and creation. By that I mean, if you really looked at it, you're actually not only being fruitful and multiplying and bringing kids into the world, but you're, you're doing what you were brought here to do. But there's still more than just that. So somebody says, sometimes I feel like hey, I'm maintaining my life. Yeah, I'm creating yeah, for my kids. Yes, I'm creating that beautiful life, right? I'm being, and being is a beautiful part of life, and we have to embrace that. But doing is just as important as being. Right. Feeling is an important part of life and we have to embrace that. But creating is just as important as feeling. So unless you sometimes get out of your feelings, you won't get into creation. 
right? People sometimes wake up every single day and they just like, yo, I'm going to maintain my life because I, I don't feel like doing this. Yo, I don't feel like, oh, I'm not ready for that. God was like, but what? I put all this stuff in you and you say you're not ready? You know how long, like literally I put it in your DNA, I put a gift in you, you're not ready? Of course you, 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 you look, somebody says you have to, you have to stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Life, you're going to have to keep getting ready for the next step. So you're never going to stop getting ready. You know how you get ready for work and you're maintaining? You're like maintenance is part of life, right? You have to maintain your mental health. You have to maintain your physical health. You have to maintain your emotional health. You have to maintain your financial health. But, but more, like once you start creating, maintenance becomes something that automatically happens, right? Because you're pulled. You wake up today and you ask yourself, okay, this is what I get to do. So you all, you're always going to do what you got to do because you, you get to do it. When you're in your purpose and your gifting, you create a lifestyle where not only you do what you got to do, but you do what you get to do. And the getting gets you to, to keep the got. Y'all getting that? The getting gets you to keep the got. Basically, the getting gets you to keep the got. Once you start going and getting it every single day, I'm going to go get it. You're going you gonna to do all the things you got to do to get it. Once you say, I'm going to go and get it, you're going to do all the things you got to do and get it. And sometimes you may not feel like it, but your kids are depending on you. Sometimes you may not feel like it, but your mom is depending on you. Sometimes you may not feel like it, but your, your vitality is depending on you. You may not feel like it, but your job is depending on you. Right? You gave them your word that in, in exchange for a paycheck, you're going to give them your time, your energy, and your knowledge, your wisdom, your gift, and your skill sets. And sometimes you don't feel like it, but you still got to do it, right? There's another side of that, but we're not going to focus on that other side today. We're going to focus on obedience. So obedience is not just obeying God. Obedience is obeying the stuff that you said, the dedications that you made to people as well, right? That's called integrity. Obeying the dedications you made to people. I said I was going to do this for you, so I'm going to do it. Because if you, if you say you're going to do this for your job and every time you go there, you don't have a pleasing attitude, you have a stink attitude because you don't want to be there, right? Guess what you're doing? You're, you're not being obedient to the task at hand. One of the major things we have to do is we have to be obedient to the task at hand, right? It's not just being obedient to what God put in your heart, but it's being obedient to what you dedicated yourself to. And sometimes you dedicate yourself to a lifestyle, but you're not being obedient to the very same thing. So not only does God put stuff in your heart, not only do you, do you have to be in your heart to serve others, but you have to be in your heart to serve yourself. That's integrity towards self, right? You feel better when you say you're going to do something for yourself and you do it. You feel better when you say, I'm going to go to the gym maybe twice a week, three times a week, and you do it. You feel better when you say, I'm actually not going to give everybody a stank face. I'm going to be pleasant. And not only does that help you feel better, like, as it relates to how you feel about yourself, but it literally helps you feel better because your emotional states that you stay in affects your organs, right? That's why I talk about a holistic approach, right? If you're always angry all of the time, guess what that's going to do? It's going to stir up your liver. If you're always fearful all the time, it's going to hurt your kidneys. So basically, you feel better when you're in alignment with what you said you were going to do. So how about the times when somebody says, I'm in a depressive, depressive mode, right? I, I've lost my, I don't really know, like, I've lost my reason for living, or I've lost, I don't know, what, what am I here to do? What's the purpose? 
Like, what's this all about? I'm keep going trips around the sun. Like, man, another trip 365 around the sun. What am I supposed to be doing here? That's 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 one of the major reasons why people are depressed. It's because they don't know what they're supposed to be doing here. If your hands are idle, a lot of times you're going to you're going to get in that state. So you have to get yourself to do stuff. Right. So sometimes you get yourself stuck in the bed and I understand it's physical. Right. I, I, I understand that. And sometimes we need a deep rest. Sometimes it's, it's your soul and your body calling your deep rest. There's a season for that. Right. There, there's times where you, you really like you need to take a leave from work. Right. But once you once you decided you're going to stay at work, you got to show up. So it's a duality. It's a duality. And I'm not being not I'm not being incompassionate. I'm not being lack of empathy. I'm just letting you know that sometimes you have to understand that obedience is I'm going to stay in alignment with what I said I was going to do. I'm going to stay in alignment with the promises God had for me, and I'm going to actually keep doing that. So, yes, sometimes we go through depressive moments, but we, we got to take the rest. But how about if we made our lives in a way where we're constantly renewing our spirits, where we found something that pulled us every day? where we, we created things that we, we could take our times and breathe and meditate and relax and be at a good state of being and a good state of mind. Being at a good state of being and a good state of mind is actually one of the best things you can do for you. And sometimes that's just o obeying the spiritual laws, right? Sometimes you don't want to obey the spiritual laws because it's the coping mechanism that you're using. And sometimes the coping brings you satisfaction for the moment that you're coping but most of the other moments, it's suffering, right? So healing is on the other side of, I'm going to do what I need to do because when I do what I need to do, I'm actually going to suffer less. And that includes working out. There are the psychological, physiological, physical benefits of doing the things that you know is going to be best for you, right? Somebody says, is that maintenance? Well, it is, it is part maintenance, but it's part being obedient to a routine and habits, right? So we want to be able to obey. Right. We want to be to obey the laws that the spiritual laws, but it's hard to obey stuff we don't know. Right. For the lack of knowledge, the people will for the lack of vision, people will perish. But it's also for the lack of knowledge. Right. Sometimes people don't have the knowledge of self. Right. They don't. If you don't have the knowledge of self, then guess what? You don't know how powerful you are. So how, how are you going to step into what, what God has in store for you? If you don't have the knowledge of what's possible of, or the spiritual laws, it's going to be very difficult for you for the lack of understanding people suffer and people people have a lot of pain so we have to seek understanding right so why we how do we seek understanding when we make healing more important than coping when we figure when we find out you know what i'm going to find out how to reduce the inflammation in my body when you make a decision that you know what i'm going to discover how to bring peace into my body through breathing you know what i'm going to find out how to get rid of the inflammation through exercise i'm going to find out how to get rid of the inflammation through movement i'm going to find out this is very important here a lot of times you're in the state of i don't know if i can do or i don't know what to do so that means you're in the stage of finding out not every not everybody's are in the same stages some people have already found out they discover what's inside of them they found out how to do it, but they're not doing it. There was a segment in my life where I was like, I know what to do, but why am I not doing it? I made certain, I kept making videos like, it's like, I know what to do, but why am I not doing it? Because there's an internal conflict, there's a block. So that's why I made a video today that said, 
to this year is not just about making resolutions. It's about resolving the internal conflicts that are stopping you from being obedient to what you know you need to do. It's about resolving the lack of information, the lack of understanding, so you can do the things that you need to do. So take winter to do a lot of resolving, a lot of reflecting, right? Because what that's going to do is it's going to allow you a lot of learning, a lot of understanding, right? When we start to do understanding, reflecting, resolving, what that creates inside of us is it literally creates a way of, oh, you know what? If I seek, I'm going to find. If I, if I could learn, I'm going to earn, right? If I can actually discover, I'm going to reveal. If I can seek, I'm going to find. If I'm going to learn, I'm going to earn. If I discover, I'm going to reveal, right? So discovering is you have to be a constant seeker of not just knowledge, but wisdom. Wisdom is almost everywhere, but it's also in you. Wisdom is God. Wisdom is creation, right? And when you start creating, you have to get better to create. When you start that business, you literally, you're going to have to get better to keep creating. When you literally start your business, you're going to have to get better in order to keep the business, right? When you make it your business to get better, that's even better because now you're going to find out businesses you can do. Like when you make it your business to get better, you're going to actually better your business. When you make it your business to get better, you're going to better your health. When you make it your business to personally develop and grow holistically, you're going to step into everything. I, look, I'm only here in my gifting because I made it my business to get better. I went through a state of depression when I was when I had to, when I moved back home. All right. Even when I was in my gift, when I was personal training, I was still going through depression. So that means that you can be doing what you were doing and still be in the depressive mode. Right. Once you don't have the why, once you don't have God in it, there's a lot of people who are prosperous right now. They're, they're actually the whole world looks up to them. Um, they're, your, they're the athletes. They're the entertainers. They're the people that you wish you can be like. But something is still missing in their life. Why? Because God is missing in their life. Right. Because God brings peace. I was telling my friend the other day, I'm like, bro, I just I feel so good. Not because I got everything I want, but because I got peace. And there was a lot of times where I didn't have peace, not because I wasn't meditating, not because I wasn't breathing, not because I wasn't working out, not because I wasn't eating healthy, but it was literally I was missing God in my life, right? I was missing the spirit. I was missing a deeper connection to who created me, right? Every, every, every creation seeks to, to have a connection with the creator. And what happens is sometimes we let our programming or we let things we let things that we've learned or information get in the way of being in one and divine connection with God. And that can become an issue. I was in a place in my life where I was depressed um, because I wasn't looking at my process as God working on my character. I was really looking at it as I'm a failure. Right. When you don't look at your process as God working on your character, you're going to think you're a failure. But God is actually refining your character. He's actually making you in a way where you can keep the prosperity he's about to bless you with, right? So I'm letting you know, once you have the spirit inside of you, you got a peace and a direction. So step on the ladder of information so you can see past your trauma. Step on the ladder of information so you can see past your limiting beliefs. Step on the ladder of information so you can do what you need to do. But all of those doings are actually going to open up a doorway so you can be who God created you to be. And then once you are once you step into that, you have to get the spirit inside of you. But you can also reverse that whole process. 
you can you can actually ask God to come into your heart, right? You can you can ask Yeshua, you can ask Jesus, and you can literally say a prayer in your heart. God, I relinquish my need to control my own life, and I give my life to you. Please come into my heart, and I'm going to start to seek understanding, and forgive me for my sins, and dwell it within me. I believe in you. I believe in your power. And boom, just like that, just literally a, a acknowledgement. God just wants you like you just you don't just need to get the information and get the knowledge, but you need to acknowledge the Creator who created the information. And once you're able to do that. The Spirit, the Holy Spirit comes inside of your body. And then all of a sudden, you get power you didn't know you had before that you already had. I want to say that again. You get power that you didn't know you had before, but you already had it. And what I mean by that is you step into the power. You step into the fullness of God. You step into the wholeness, right? And then now you seek understanding. So now what do you do? To seek understanding, you have to then start to read your word. There has been nothing more than the Bible that has been here for mil like before. Like the Bible is one of the most literature that people talk like it's like people try to go back in history and read the scripts and read all these things. They're like, man, if you want to find out the truth, you don't actually need to just go forward. You need to go backwards. The farthest back you can go is B.C. And all of it is in it. It says, look, the Bible is such in the beginning that it starts with in the beginning. In the beginning, there was the word and the word was God and the word was with God and the word was God. So seeking understanding is not just go, yo, I'm about to buy the Holistic Motivators book, which I haven't written yet. Or I'm about to buy um, Montag Chia's books, which I'm reading. Or I'm about to, I'm about to get um, The Power of Now, which I've read. Or I'm about to read um, the, the, whatever book you're going to read. Or I'm going to read Napoleon Hill's book, Think and Grow Rich. The, in the beginning was the word and the word was God. The personal development books you're reading are actually stemmed from the word because wisdom is in all of it. Like literally, some people say the Bible, the, the, the how to think and grow rich. They're like, man, that's the Bible of business. Guess why they say that? Because all the principles are from the Bible. You're the books that you're reading that, that hits, it's hidden because they're taking principles from the word. So what I'm letting you know is one of the best ways to seek understanding is to get in the word. Another way is, is to make yourself in a way where the word comes inside of you and it dwells inside of you and it comes out of you, right? This is what I also do. So I seek in the word, but I also have a word to give you. That's why they say a word. His, he's giving a word right now. Why? Because I'm also aligning myself so God can use me. I give myself away so God can use me is a process that says, you know what? When I get in the word, the word is going to dwell in me. And now I'm going to know what to obey, right? But you can't just pick and choose which spiritual laws that you're going to obey. You can't just pick and choose which, which ones you're going to go with. Well, you know what? I'm going to go with that one because that one sounds good. But the one that challenges me, I'm not going to go for that. Well, guess what? The, the uh, growth is on the other side of what challenges you, right? So the stuff that hurts your ego is actually the stuff that you need to let, you need to dwell in because that's the stuff that's going to help you grow. Right. The stuff that says, man, I, I really can't relinquish that. I'll, t I'll take everything but that. When I was young, one of the ones that I didn't ever want to follow was this. Um, Thou shalt not fornicate. I was like, God, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to steal. I'm not going to kill. But God, Lord, I will continue to fornicate. You're going to forgive me for that one. Because <laughs> somebody says amen to that one. Right. Why? Because because I'm a young man full of hormones, baby. <laughs> 
So what I'm saying is we can't just pick and choose because on the other side of following principles are actually abundance and health, right? So it's not morality. Most people look at it as morality. So when they look at principles, they don't look at, they look at the promise, then they want the promise, but they don't want the principle. They look at the promise, but they don't want the principle, they don't want the process. But there's a reason why the creator put those things in there is because God knows that once you follow these things, you're going to create a way instead of you, we're going to attract the marriage. Because guess what? You're asking God for a husband, but he's like, man, you need to, if you keep fornicating, I can't give it to you. Why? Because people are attracted to your body, not your spirit. So that's just one thing. And I keep bringing that up because it's one of the major things that get people stuck. It's a, it just keeps people stuck, man. So that's why I'm reading a book, Healing the Tao Within, right? Now, I look into, I seek understanding, not just in the Bible, but I seek understanding from various others, but I always bring it back. Now, what do I mean by that? Some, look, God's not going to put a whole, a whole, look, the, the Bible is, the wisdom, there's more on the other side of the verses that you read, but God's not going to put all of it in the verse, right? So sometimes you got to seek understanding from people with different faith as well, right? A lot of the things I learn and teach now, I didn't learn it from somebody who followed Jesus or followed Christ. I learned from different people, but I always kept my faith home. Now, what do I mean by that is? You have to be able to learn without making what you learn a religion. You have to be able to learn without making what you learn the way to your salvation. And what most people is doing right now is they're taking knowledge and they're actually making a religion out of knowledge. They actually take healthy eating and make it a whole religion. And they're like, man, I'm spiritual. I'm not religious. Actually, you're very religious. You're very judgmental. I was just holding, a, and I actually took a plastic bottle and a banana because I know it would make my video go viral. Can somebody hear the word? I'm on, I'm on TikTok. I'm talking to somebody, and I'm not, I don't know if we have the same faith or not, but I, I don't care. I'm talking to a spirit, right? And some of you, you don't talk to people because you're judging them automatically. Man, this person knowing the Like, come on now. You're talking to people, man. You're talking to spirits and talk to them. Like, so you know, I'm talking to somebody, and they're expressing all this. I'm like, oh, man, that's very, I'm seeking understanding, right? So Solomon, he understood that, look, not only could he learn from the righteous ways, he actually went out and said, I'm going to do other things. That's the process. The, the prodigal son who went away and did all the stuff that and did all the stuff that you may look at sinful. God, like his father accepted him back home, but he learned the lesson from that. So Solomon didn't just seek wisdom from from righteousness ways he actually went and did other ways and he said he said man everything is meaningless and he said man he f discovered that man this is much more attractive than that right because he wanted to get into the fullness of wisdom now i'm not asking you to go and do that because you're going to go and do that right i didn't have to ask myself to go and do that because i automatically did it it's human nature right because it's human nature you're going to have to learn from it so wisdom is not just acquired by doing it right Wisdom is acquired by doing it wrong, but the way that you make your rights wrong is by seeking what's right. So once you are able to do bad, you're able to do good. Once you, went, once you do stuff that don't work, you then find out what works. Doing stuff that don't work helps you find out what works. Doing stuff that doesn't work for you helps you find out what works best for you, okay? Doing stuff that
Okay? So wisdom is not wisdom is not just acquired by doing right. Wisdom is acquired when you make your wrongs right, when you discover what's available for you and you're obedient to what you need to change. Is this making sense or is it making sense? Right? Comment are you guys getting this or am I just going off? Right? So wisdom is acquired when you when you make when you make a decision to make your wrong rights. Okay. So I'm going to keep it real with y'all. A lot of the reason why I seek righteousness now is because I've been so much a a sinner, man. Right? I used to watch porn every single day. Like every every day, right? I used to, I used to do these things and I don't do them anymore since I was like 12 years old, right? And many other guys just like me can relate to that. And it's not because I was a bad person, but it's because I was just trying to feel good. So, but now when I discovered that you feel better when you transmute your spirit, when you actually, when you retain your semen, when you transmute it, when you do sexual transmutation, when you are more in line with God, I'm pulled by the spirit, I'm less by the body, right? I used to smoke weed a whole lot. I didn't stop smoking weed because weed is bad. I stopped smoking weed because I realized it was bad for me. Right? I discovered it was taking all my money, but I kept asking God for prosperity. I was spending my last dime on a dime, right? But I wanted a dime. And God was like, man, you want a, you want a dime, girl, but you spend your last dime on a dime. How you going to keep a dime, girl, when you spend your last dime on a dime? That's broke. <laughs> Somebody got that message. But what I'm letting you know is wisdom is also on the other side of understanding that we're not perfect and that we, that we want to seek to grow. So I'm just being open and honest about it. I'm, test, I'm giving you my testimony, right? Because one of the major ways that God forgives you is that you have to admit your sins. And most people, they're so shamed by their sin that they can't admit it. Um, the reason why they can't admit it is because they're, they're underneath the umbrella of shame. And when you relinquish that, that's how you are able to be forgiven by yourself, right? And there are some parts of my relationship. The Bible says, thou shalt honor your mother and mother, father and mother. I wasn't honoring my father and mother why not because i was a bad son but because i was traumatized child right because i was being in my trauma and not in my power right because i was being in abandonment and not in fulfillment when i when i decided that i'm not just going to learn all the psychological principles and and processes to do it and i was going to let god come in my heart and clear my heart sir i started to be poor towards being better right so as that the healing started to happen when I start, when I really try to do this stuff on my own, I did okay. But when God started doing a lot of things for me, I did much better. Let me give you an example. If, if you have an issue with your car and you go to all types of mechanics and they just, they're like, man, I don't work with that foreign because it's foreign to me. And you keep going to them and they're like, I don't, and they messing up your car and you got a BMW or a Mercedes or Escalade. Wouldn't you want to take that thing back to the manufacturer? In fact, there are certain parts that you can't even find at AutoZone or Johnny or whatever auto parts store you're going to. You got to take that thing back to the manufacturer. And what's happening is we're going to mechanics, books, people, healers, whatever, ancestors and spirits and tarot cards and all, the, all these types of stuff. But we're not going to the person who made you. You're like, man, God, you you going every you want your boyfriend to fix you, you want your girlfriend to sick, you want your mom to fix you, you want your psychologist to fix you, you, you want the motor, you want anybody to fix you. 
But God's been like, man, I'm the master fixer, right? You, you literally like, man, everybody, everything, please fix me. Like you're seeking salvation in the other side of those mechanics. And God is saying, my man, I am Yeshua, the source of your salvation, right? So obedience is understanding that we can seek knowledge, but in understanding is blessed upon you with God. So let me give you an example. I am, go I am going to reach millions of people. I am reaching millions of people every single day. And I wanted to share great messages for them. So in the beginning, I just thought I had to memorize stuff. So when I memorize stuff, I could just come and give people what I memorize. But when God started to mesmerize me with wisdom, I didn't have to memorize anything. So now I just need a topic and a subject and me. And I'm just here blessing the folks with me. So the other day I said, okay, God's plan is to prosper me. I'm going to be obedient so God can prosper me. So my, goal, my, my mission is to help other people prosper. What, is that, what does that mean by that? It just means that I recognize the God in me as I recognize the God in you. I'm just going to be me. And by sharing what God put in me, I'm going to be the, the, the plant that, that bears fruit into the people. Right. So your gifting is the seed God put inside of you gifting. When you're stepping the gifting, the fruits of your labor is now automatically going to feed the people it needs. No plant was ever created for its own feeding of itself. When the leaves fall off, it feeds itself. When some of the fruits go into the ground, it feeds the soil, which feeds itself. However, the primary purpose of every single tree is to feed the human race. And in every and every fruit that it bears, it bears another seed. So there's the master seed of the oak tree, but there's the seeds that the oak tree drops. So I'm, I'm dropping some seeds. So now, but you got a seed in you, right? So all I'm doing is I'm dropping, my bad, I'm dropping some fruits and that's planting a seed. It may be the seed of knowledge. It may be the seed of, man, you know what? I can actually change my health. It may be the seed of motivation, right? So this is the co-creation that God does. God creates a thing one times and it's fruitful and it multiplies and it affects everything it comes into contact with. You want to make yourself in a way where you affect everything you come into contact with. And it's going to be very hard for you to do that if you're not obeying what God put inside of you. Right. So this year I asked, I say, I relinquish my ego so God can use me for his purpose and his will. This year I say, I'm going to be obedient to the to the intuitions that I that I the into my intuition. I'm going to be obedient to the ideas that's placed in my spirit. And I'm going to shorten the gap between idea and implementation of that idea. Well, God said, man, well, look, you can write this book. I'm going to write it. God says, man, you, you can do corporate wellness. I'm going to do it. God says you can do this. You can do that. I'm actually going to take step on it. I'm going to find out. I'm not going to say, God, I'm not ready for that. God's like, well, as soon as you say I'm ready, your readiness is not, you have ever, okay, your readiness is not, you're exactly who you need to be right now to do what you're going to do. Your readiness is you're vulnerable and you relinquish your ego and your ideas that you can't do it so God can come and water the seeds that he already placed in you so you become the type of person that can do it. That's obedience. So I didn't know I was going to be able to do what I'm doing in this way. I never really knew it. I couldn't even speak till I was like three or four years old. I was literally born what you call mentally retarded, right? I, I usually used to like uh, sh sh on myself when I was a kid, 
right? My, my, I started slow. Uh, the devil tried to kill me before I was even uh, a toddler, right? So when I was a kid, I almost died, right? So what I'm letting you know is your start is not your beginning, right? You're not always going to know you're going to be able to do it. I didn't speak English, but now my English is not just on point. I'm a wordsmith with the English, right? So what I'm letting you know is obedience don't mean that you are the exact person that you need to be to do what you're going to do. It just means that you're willing enough and with your willingness, you're going to get, you're going to become that person. And you literally going to surprise yourself, right? And, and, and that's when gratitude and humility comes in, right? I'm just so grateful that I'm so blessed that I have wisdom. I'm going to just say it. I don't like to say it, but I'm a, I have wisdom. I may not have silver or gold, but I have wisdom. I may not have everything that people may think that I should have, but I have wisdom. And the reason why I just sought it, right? And it's, it's God working through me. I'm a vessel. I'm a conduit. So I just, I'm obedient to do the podcasts. I'm just obedient. So somebody, when somebody asks me, yo, what's the secret to your prosperity? Obedience. What's your secret to wholeness? Obedience. What's your secret to be able to be in your gifting and empower people and put your words in obedience? And then it's like, I'm not even doing it. It's just that I'm obedient enough to be here. So I'm obedient enough to turn this live video, pick a subject and go about it and know that I'm not going to get stuck in the middle of it. I'm not I don't even know what I'm going to say next. <laughs> but what I do know is something powerful is going to come out of my mouth. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I know something's powerful is going to happen. I don't know where I'm going to be, but I know something powerful is going I don't I don't need to know. Sometimes in your life, you don't need to know who should know what the future what the future holds. Well, God, I don't know if that's going to work. I don't know if that's going to be good. God, like, you don't need to know. Oh, I don't know if they're not going to come. I don't need to know. Do I know? I don't, I don't know, and I don't care. What I care about is I got a gifting. I got a calling. I have an anointing, and I'm going to step in it every single day. Forget my feelings. Forget how I feel about it. Forget how I'm not, what I'm not seeing. Well, guy, you want me to go and preach in the backyard? Like, God, I don't even, why didn't you bless me with a home? My own house. You, you, you mean my little townhouse and my little car, all that going to be eradicated and you're going to give me other ones and then I'm going to have to go back home to my parents' house and, and be embarrassed? Guy's like, man, you're embarrassing me now. It's empowerment later. <laughs> so trust what I got to do and do it where you at. So I was talking to a, a pastor the other day, and he's like, man, you, why haven't you been coming to church? I'm like, man, well, I know why I'm not coming to church, but I'm not, why I'm not coming to your church. But I'm not going to tell you that because I don't want to hurt you because, you know, I'm not going to tell you that. But I know why I'm not coming to your church. And afterwards, he told me, he literally told me why I'm not coming to your church. But I was like, I don't need to come to your church because God didn't send me to be in your church. God sent me to, to, to work on my temple and be back here and be for the people the way I'm being for the people. They're like, God, go. not only do I go to church online, but, but my own version of church, I do it online. I was kind of telling him that. And he was like, man, that ain't real church. That ain't real. I'm like, that's why I'm not coming to your church. That's why I'm focused on being on temple with God and not with you because God told me what to do. And if you were a man of God, you would have told me that, yo, keep doing what you're doing. Because if that's the way that God's going to do the, his ministry through you, then I, then by all means, keep doing what you're doing. 
But obviously, I can tell the spirit of God ain't really in you because you don't really know. You can't even you can't even tell. You can't even tell that it's not tradition. Like we can't. It's, everybody's not meant to do everything the same way. God's God's not going to touch souls the same way through every every gifting and calling does not look the same way. And some of you, you're playing church and you're you're playing with the gift that God gave you. And the thing is, sometimes you're robbing yourself of doing what you're supposed to do because you're actually trying to follow the rules of men and not following the laws of God. Even your dad don't have to understand it. Like my father told me, man, I don't understand what you're doing. I don't see what you're doing. I don't believe in what you're doing. I'm like, you don't got to believe in what I do. God believes in what I do. He put a purpose out for me. He has a gifting and a calling and anointing. And this is what I'm here to do. So, yeah, you don't know what I'm doing. Cool. But God knows I'm doing. My father in heaven knows what he put me here to do. I'm just going to be obedient to that. So obedience is not you just obeying what other people's limitations or ideas of what you should be. They're shitting all over your life. Screw what you think I should be doing. God needs the people to heal. They need the people to eat healthy. God needs the people to know how to breathe and do meditation too. Right? And like, oh man, man. What the word said, Jesus went to the mountaintop and fasted and meditated. Well, guess what? He said, John the Baptist preached in the wilderness. I'm like, I'm in the wilderness teaching people how to meditate and fast. So you can you can be whatever. You could talk about what you talk about. You could do what you do. And that's that could be your calling, or maybe it's not. But I'm gonna do what I do because that's how I do it best. That's obedience. Obedience is also not unorthodox. Not orthodox. Obedience is not always the same tradition, right? God didn't come here for the traditions of men. God brought came here to bring His kingdom on earth. So. Now, somebody says, man, why are you talking about God, 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 God? Because God did. There was a time where I didn't mention God because I was focused on, well, man, this, well, well, this person is not going to like my message. And they're going to say, well, well, this person, he doesn't know what he's talking about. When I discovered, when I developed the courage, the assertiveness to say, if they're not, if they can't hear my message, then they're not, for, like, swipe away. Fine, go ahead, go ahead, do your, do your thing, I'm going to do my thing. I'm not going to stop you from doing your thing, but I'm definitely not going to let you stop me from doing my thing. Because that's my gifting, it's my calling, it's my purpose. I'm going to do what I was brought here to do in the way I was brought here to do it. That's obedience. And the reason why some of you are not obeying God is because you're obeying men. That's not in alignment with, your, with what God told you to do. You hear what I'm saying? In fact, even some of the people that you can learn from, you don't need to obey them in the way that you think you need to obey them. Sometimes you just need to learn from them and go like God will send people in your way that don't believe in what you believe in just to give you what you need for that season. So you can use it to bless his people and the people that's going to be his people when they recognize they're his people. Right. So I've had teachers who, who, who actually probably to this day probably like man whatever man i don't what you talking about you talking about jesus man these are the egyptian gods these are the deities i should be like bro i'm gonna learn the information from you i'm gonna take the holistic wellness from you by all means teach me all that holistic wellness but i'm gonna stay in my faith it's a different it's a different courage of inclusiveness and exclusiveness and what's happened so much in the church is they're so exclusive they're not inclusive enough to include the blessings that God, God will teach you. Like God will send you teachers that's not in alignment with your faith. But you got to stand strong in your faith that you can actually influence them. 
right? Because we really think that we're gonna, we're just gonna empower people who have the same faith as us. Oh man, because they believe in what I believe and I can rock with them. Nah, you believe what you're believing in the midst of them. Like Jesus sat amongst sinners, bro. Like, 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 where the, where, where the, where they wouldn't go, Jesus was there. Like, so what I'm letting you know is you have to be able to be obedient to God and you have to stick to where he put you, but he has to dwell in you that you can stick to where he put you and not lose that he put you there. That's a word. This, that's a word right there. And I didn't know at the time. I didn't know it at the time, but God was doing something amazing. He's like, man, I'm going to send people your way. Even your enemies going to help you prosper. Even your enemies going to help you prosper. Even your haters going to bless you, and they don't even know it. Even, even your naysayers going to bless you. you don't even, they don't even know it. But when, when you're not in being a blessing, you're going to let them steer you away from the God that's, that's bringing you a blessing. So don't be afraid of these things. Be the light in the midst of the darkness. Right? You, you have to make people so attracted to what you got that they just want to know how you got it. And then you could give them the knowledge and the steps. And you're going to be like, man, I know I did this, this, and that. And I know this, this, and that. I know I eat healthy and I meditate. I do all these, this, and that. But if it wasn't for God, you know why God is now prospering me now and bringing me in front of many people as to he wasn't before? Because God was like, bro, you are getting what I, what, I got, what I got you to get, but now you're not putting me in it. So God is, God is kind of jealous. He's like, okay, okay, here's the thing. He gave me two things for me to do in my life, and I'm going to keep doing these two things. He's like, man, change your state, keep me in what you do. So somebody said, why do you keep saying God, God, God? Why do you keep saying Yeshua, Yahweh, Jehovah, Jehovah, Jireh, Jehovah, Nisa? Je why do you keep saying that? Right? Because, okay, this is why I keep saying that. If you could say Oshun, then I could say Jesus. If you could say Buddha, then I could say Yeshua. Right? If, if, if you could say your Egyptian gods and you could name your ancestors, then I can name the ancestor called Jesus. It does not mean that I'm bashing what you do. It just means that I'm standing strong in what I do. So you say what you say, I say what you say, I say what I say, and let's be okay with it. If you're really spiritual and not religious, then why are you going against my religion? If you're really spirit, okay, I might not even say religion. Why are you going against my faith? Because I'm not religious either. I'm, I just believe in God. I just believe in Christ. I believe in the word. But if you can say what you say, if you can talk about Heru, then I can talk about Jesus. And can we coincide and, and have a conversation and still love one another? Isn't that what we're talking about? Unconditional love? Do I have to say, well, because you talk about Yeshua, I can't even interview you. Nah, I'm going to interview people who talk about whatever they talk about. Come on, let's talk about it. What do you want to talk about? But but when you talk about it, I'm gonna talk, I'm gonna, I'm I'm gonna talk back to you about me and what I do. So it's gonna be it's gonna be different, right? It's a different way of doing it, where you might you might get you might you might get challenged by both. Obedience is not. I'm afraid that well they're gonna judge me and challenge me. Well they're gonna everybody gonna judge you and challenge you. 
But you got to stand strong in your faith. That's called obedience. Yeah, you hear what I'm saying? So that's why God placed in my heart. He's like, man, you're not just here for help people, for the believers. You're here for the Gentiles. You're here for the people who's been led astray by information. So now they're flipping cards, trying to find a solution, right? And it's almost like I'd be seeing, I'd be seeing some people, right? They're just flipping cards all day. And I'd be like, you look stressed out flipping them cards. <laughs> you just stressed out flipping cards. You, you might want to flip the pages of the Bible a little bit here. I'm not even being judgmental. I'm just being serious. I, I can see it in your face that the light is not dwelling in you. You might as well, you, you might want to reconsider. You might reconsider because somebody wrote those cards. But the Holy Spirit was, wrote those words. Do you want to go by the people who wrote the cards or the spirit by who wrote the words? I just, I'm just being serious here. I'm just being real here. Somebody said, well, this guy's judging me, man. I can't rock with him. I'm not trying to judge you. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm bringing it to you logically. Do you want to go to something that somebody wrote? Or you want to go to something that God wrote in the beginning? Do you want to go towards a means to an end that somebody, or do you want to go to the beginning? So somebody says, like, bruh, what's going on, buddy? So somebody says, this is what I, I want to go towards this. So you want to go towards the plans that God puts in your heart. You want to go towards what God places inside of you. You want to go towards the word of God and not the words of men. You see, that's all I'm saying. Obedience is people don't have to understand your mission. People don't have to understand your vision. You don't have to be in alignment with what people want from you. You have to be in alignment for what God put in you, and you do it regardless of what people think. Whether those people are your family members, whether those people are your friends, whether those people are the people you looked up to, or you tr like, you don't you don't go towards them. You go toward you. You got to grow towards God and the Creator, and He's gonna reveal all of His plans to you, right? So. I'm not going to, I'm not being a disciple to no man. I'm going to be a disciple to God, right? So why everybody trying to, man, man, like for all the Dr. Sabi enthusiasts, like, bro, you make, you, you making alkaline eating your way to salvation. It's like, you think alkaline going to take you to heaven. Alkaline ain't going to take you to heaven. You better alkaline your soul. <laughs> like, you better alkaline your soul. You talking about alkaline. But then you, you you're, you're, you're very, let's not even get there. Some, some people's feelings are getting hurt. Some people's feelings are getting hurt. I can feel it. Some, some people's feelings are getting I'm not talking bad about alkalinity. That's the secret to vitality. But the moment where you make it a way that has become your religion, you better lose that religion. You better lose that religion. So that's my message, and I'm sticking to it, y'all. The secret to manifestation is obedience. The secret to manifestation is following the laws of God, the spiritual laws. The secret to manifestation is all in the word because in the beginning there was the word and the word was God and the word was with God and we stay in the word. You're going to get everything that God has. You're going to become a word. Somebody says this was a word, right? You're right. The, the word is dwelling in all inside of me and I'm just being obedient every single day to share it. There was a time where I was scared to share the word. Now I'm courageous to share the word and that's how I share the word. Okay. So I follow Christ. I follow Yeshua. That's what I believe in. And that's my message. And I'm sticking to it.
So I'm going to remind everybody that's tapping into this podcast, you have the unlimited power within you to reveal into the world what God blessed you with. But first, you have to achieve it. and You have to believe that. right? You have to believe in the one who put it in you. Hmm. I always be like, man, you got the unlimited power to achieve whatever it is that you want. But first, you have to believe it and to achieve it. What I'm letting you know, you have to believe what God put in you. You have to believe what God put in you. You have to believe the one who put in you in order to achieve it. You don't just have to believe it, but you got to believe him. And until that happens, the world forever miss all your talents, all your gifts, and all the great things that you have to offer. So remember, powerful beings, let your light shine. Don't hide it. Don't dim it. It's the holistic motivator. If this was a word, come in the chat. That was a word. I want to invite everybody to go subscribe to the podcast. Go to edtalksdaily.com to subscribe. Apple Podcasts, Spotify. And when you, when you love it, I want you to actually leave a review. Right? Leave a review for the podcast. Share the podcast with a few friends. And let people know about Ed Talks Daily. Holistic lifestyle motivation. Once again, edtalksdaily.com. For those of you who always listen to the podcast but you haven't yet left me a review, go to edtalksdaily.com forward slash reviews and leave a review for the podcast because that's going to help Apple Podcasts and Spotify share it all around the world because my voice, my gift, and my voice is not only going to make room for me, but it's going to make room for others. Uh, My voice is going to reach millions of people all around the world and it will keep circulating forever and ever up until it's until it's done but it's not about my word it's about the word right all i'm saying is my gifting will make room for me and i want to keep doing what i keep what i do so keep sharing keep sharing what my podcast and leave a review for the podcast and i want to thank everybody for listening to this episode of ed talks daily those of you watch the youtube please make sure you subscribe to the podcast and um, like the video like the video so shout out to everybody And uh, have a wonderful rest of your day. And happy 2023, the year of obedience. Let's go.